so sure the state of California is in a lockdown. And I think you can go visit the state. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you can or not. Maybe you can sneak in. But a city that is a little upset at the lockdown because, um, well, nobody's going to their town and tourists are what keeps the town alive. So this town decided to create the Visit Santa Maria Valley. Now, it's going to pay you to come and stay there a minimum of two nights at one of the many hotels in the area. And the payment is going to come in the form of a voucher that can be used at any of the town's wineries, breweries, or restaurants. The promotion goes until March 31st. 2021 it's about 65 miles north of santa barbara and it's offers the same amenities as the more well-known california destinations but at a lower price santa maria valley has so much to offer that's why they started visit santa maria valley and they believe in it so much that they're going to give you a voucher for $100. (laughs) Now, how bad do you want to visit Santa Maria Valley? Huh? That's what I thought. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. A quick Chewing the Fat weather update. Uh, The Northern Plains are going to plummet to minus 25 degrees uh, in the middle of this week for those of you listening live it is the 8th of february 2021 now this is for the northern hemisphere i guess really just the united states into mexico starting from canada and it's going the weather temperature if you're looking at the weather map here as it treks down and drops down into the southern states it is going to be a cold and i mean the temperatures are going to plunge down into uh below freezing in texas and it looks as though you're going to be down into the 40s in mexico now florida's still hanging in there in the upper 60s lower 70s so the best place to be is florida because we're going to go from a negative 20 degrees in canada to maybe you might get lucky and be at zero in the northern united states but it looks like the northeast i mean the northwest is going to be negative 15 or 20 and then as you get down into the middle of the country and drop a little bit lower you're going to be down into the teens so get those sweaters jackets and gloves out my little friends because it's gonna be cold in the u.s of a and you know canada if you care all right in my world no matter the weather it's always time for ice cream let's talk about brooker's founding flavors ice cream welcome to the ice cream revolution brookings founding flavors ice cream is a fun fusion of homemade super premium ice cream and early american history this is the stuff made with the kind of care and high-end ingredients that you just don't get 
when you go to the grocery store. Believe me, that grocery store stuff, I can eat, let's say, a half a dozen pints on my own, one sitting. You sit down with Brookers and you have, let's say, oh, I don't know, a half a dozen pints. And you think, I can get through those. Mm, no, it's thick and rich and good. You can quote me on that, by the way. Thick, rich, and good. Every flavor is themed around founding fathers and founding mothers from Franklin's Black Raspberry Republic, if you can keep it to Patrick Henry's Give Me Chocolate or Give Me Death. You're going to be spooning into some super premium quality flavor. Uh, the Valentine's Day special, Marie Antoinette, let them eat red velvet cake. It's the Valentine's Day special. You can go to brookersicecream.com and get your ice cream right now. Now, if you want to get it in time for Valentine's Day, you need to do it by the 10th. So, depending on when you're listening to this, if you want it by Valentine's Day, you need to get it in by the 10th of February so that it delivers by Valentine's Day. Because if you go to brookersicecream.com, click on the Ship Nationwide tab, make your order, and then you can decide when you want it delivered. Yeah, that's right. Now, you can get it anytime, even after Valentine's Day. Duh. But I'm just thinking ahead. It'd be a great Valentine's Day gift with Marie Antoinette's Let Them Eat Red Velvet Cake. Brookersicecream.com. Brookersicecream.com. Click on the Ship Nationwide tab and realize what you've been missing your entire ice cream life. Because once you have Brookers, well... You'll never go back. Brookersicecream.com. Click on the Ship Nationwide tab and get it delivered straight to your door. Brookersicecream.com. You know, speaking of, you know, places that it's really cold, you know, like Russia, uh, we've talked a little bit about uh, Navalny's uh, prison sentence. Of course, he's now been found guilty and heading to prison uh, for almost three years you know he's the uh uh anti vladimir putin and his uh wife and people have been protesting in the streets and they've been shot down in the streets and literally have they been shot down we haven't had reports of them literally being shot down we have had reports of the protesters uh being arrested there's all kinds of women that have been protesting that they have been saying that they've been protesting and then forced to strip at the police stations, which I thought found is, you know, really, really nice. But new news uh, coming out now that the doctor who treated Navalny after the poisoning, yeah, he is, uh, yeah, he's dead now. Huh. Weird how that happens. Now, he treated uh, Navalny and, uh, you know, successfully helped him. I mean, the man is... <laughs> still alive and uh so is the doc or at least was because now he's uh, dead and they said we regret to inform that uh the deputy chief physician for anesthesiology and resuscitation of the emergency hospital number one assistant of the department of Omaha state medical university phd of medical sciences uh maxim shin sergi valentekovic suddenly passed away oh and the hospital statement did not state the cause of death, 
but it did say that oh you know maybe he died of a heart attack and you know sure he was in charge of navalny but it had nothing to do with that and by the way (laughs) you know it's not uncommon for doctors of his age just to suddenly die oh oh that makes it okay (laughs) don't don't even worry about it as long as we've brought it to your attention (laughs) oh so it's not uncommon for doctors of his age to suddenly die okay okay no problems then we won't even consider foul play (laughs) not for one second have you ever heard of a thing called the secret i hadn't either but i saw a headline for a story that said you know after 39 years treasure hunters still scour golden gate park for the secret and i thought well what is the secret so apparently this secret comes from a 1982 book called the secret which detailed locations of ceramic boxes hidden in 12 parks across north america each of which holds instructions to claim a jewel worth about a thousand dollars the locations are identified with cryptic poems and illustrations that look similar to tarot cards tarot cards a few have been found uh chicago in 1983 cleveland in 2004 boston in 2019 but this story is specifically talking about the san francisco gem that uh, remains undiscovered to this day and they show you the picture of the card of the dragon adorned blue dress and the, what it looks what looks like representing the golden gate park on her dress and there's tipsters and everybody thinks they know where it is but now um the park department has implemented uh the automated treasure hunting permit system in 2018 so they have uh they've received 325 applications to dig <laughs> i mean people just if you don't get i mean if you don't give have some kind of oversight people are just going to be digging up the park <laughs> that's uh pretty crap i don't know about the other parks that the treasure is supposed to be at but hopefully they have set up the same kind of thing that you've got to ask for some kind of permit or something that needs to you know let them know that you're just going to be digging up this park Uh, i'm not big on all these government regulations i don't want them to charge you for it although i'm sure they are it's a good money-making system instead of a scam we'll call it a system that uh you know the cities can make all kinds of money on and i say all kinds of money they've got 325 in san francisco in you know this past it's in the last couple years to dig and then of course you've got the pandemic so good luck god bless but the parks that the secret talks about uh you're looking at uh uh san francisco charleston south carolina roanoke island north carolina cleveland ohio they found chicago illinois they found st augustine florida 
You know, it's been a long time since I've been in that city, by the way, and I love St. Augustine, Florida. It's a beautiful, if you ever have an opportunity to visit that city, go there. I could live there. That's a beautiful city. New Orleans, Louisiana, Houston, Texas, Montreal, Canada, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Boston, Massachusetts, New York, New York. So the Boston one has been solved. You can go and dig if you want, but they've actually already found it so the book is the secret and you have an opportunity to use the clues to find the treasure so that's a big deal these days i mean i guess it's kind of like the lottery you want to figure out the uh, the quiz and the questions and figure out where this treasure is and then find the treasure as you Look for the buried I-80s of the buried gold. And speaking of I-80s, uh, we, we don't have to you know talk a lot about it, but I mean we do have to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl, right? We no, yeah, we got to talk a little bit about it. I mean, come on now, it's the Super Bowl. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers fire the cannons, won the Super Bowl for the second time in franchise history. Tom Brady at the helm at QB for his seventh victory as a quarterback for, uh, for the Super Bowl. Now he's won it for two separate teams. They own the second quarterback in NFL history to win a Super Bowl on two separate teams and the only quarterback to win a home game where his team was playing the Super Bowl in their home stadium and they won. That's tremendous. Uh, congratulations. Now, I know that, uh, you know, it was on CBS and it was, it was all pretty much, uh, whew, man, it was a tough social justice broadcast. If you, I mean, it was, it was tough to get through. Some of it was okay. I mean, you just got to kind of be able to, you know, take it easy and not get dragged in to the social justice stuff. Cause it's hard, man. After a while, you're like, oh, my gosh, please don't do this anymore. But we had uh, Jim Nance and Tony Romo for CBS uh, announcing the game. And, you know, I I felt they I mean, those two guys are great and I love their broadcast. And I, I pretty much if you're doing a good job, you've got both sides mad at you for not being, you know, for being too much for the other side. And so, of course, you know, Romo takes the hit of being uh, too much for Tom Brady and not enough for Patrick Mahomes. And I felt at times, you know, I'm like, Tony, are you watching the game? I mean, Patrick's getting crushed. Uh, Maybe he's not as good as you think he is. Obviously, he is. But uh, the number one thing about Tony Romo of the night was, and I have to go back and watch it. All right. So I believe that it's true. I have not gone back to see the actual footage yet of my recorded Super Bowl broadcast but according to social media that when they came back halftime uh tony still had the little urine stain on his pants where you know the caption (laughs) the caption of the feed that i saw was a tony a little extra you know another shake of the snake (laughs) And I I didn't do anything with it because I don't know that it's actually true and I didn't see it. So I'm guessing that it's actually true uh, because there were some other stories about it this morning. Um, And so I'm guessing that it's actually true. But at the time last night, I didn't and I wasn't going to rewind it back 
to see to see it while the game was on. Are you kidding me? I mean, the game is actually on. I'm not going to rewind to see what I missed. And uh, then it was, you know, time to uh, time to go Betty bye, which you know took forever to sleep, and there's no sleep involved anyway since I'm getting up early and doing Pat Unleashed in the morning. So what sleep? <laughs> you can sleep when you're dead, Jeff. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, sleep is overrated. And so don't even worry about it. If you if you get more than two and a half, three hours of sleep, it's too much. You're almost groggy. You're you're almost you're almost groggy. It's it's so much sleep. So you can understand, you know, why I went to bed right after the game, because I wanted to be groggy and I didn't make it, but I wanted to be. So uh just remember that if you have an opportunity to go back, if you recorded the game at all, maybe for the halftime show for the weekend, which was I thought was okay. It was all right. It wasn't bad. It was a big performance. It was a big Super Bowl performance, and that's what you expect from the Super Bowl. It wasn't bad. And, uh, you know, then we had the National Anthem. We had the Poet Laureate with the oh, the first time a poet has had a poem before the Super Bowl. You know, she was fine, whatever. And, you know, we had the flyover. Yes, it was a fly. It's in Tampa. It's McDill Air Force Base. Of course you're going to get the flyover. Duh. doesn't matter whether we have a new administration or not and everybody was lambing of course i thought uh joe buck and troy aikman said there wasn't going to be any more flyovers with joe biden as president well okay so you got him there man he had you fooled didn't he so it was an enjoyable game and i wished i would have been there uh man the last time the super bowl was in tampa i was there uh i was actually you know went to the game and the last time that the bucks were in the super bowl i was there and it was just a an, an amazing time. And this year in Champa Bay, I mean, you had the Lightning win the championship. You had the Rays in the World Series. You had the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. You had the Rowdies, that's a soccer team, uh, took some advantage of some championship. I think they, I think they tied in the championship. Uh, I got to check on the Rowdies. Hold on, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Yeah, so their championship game was canceled due to the Rona. And then they they had some players and coaches test positive, And the league just said, nah, never mind. We're not going to do it. We'll postpone it. And then they said, nah, nah, we don't need to do it. So, I mean, they were in the championship, but it never was played. So, I mean, it is Champa freaking Bay these days. And it would be a good time to be in uh, in tampa bay no question and you saw the crowds i mean if you watch some of pat gray unleashed this morning we played some video that uh, cnn was airing that uh you know they had the reporter there whining and crying she was double masked and she was saying people were walking around in crowds without masks on and then the night before she was down in ybor city where the huge super bowl party was and people were partying and going into bars and restaurants and they weren't wearing masks and they're not supposed to be on dance floors and they were partying for, for the Super Bowl. So it was, uh, and she even said in her report, I've gone to the Tampa Police Department and asked what they were doing about it. And uh, she, well, I mean, what are they, are they supposed to be, uh, I guess, dragging people out of the restaurants and bars? Uh, maybe at the, the very least writing citations, but you're going to write citations for a thousand people. And uh, some of the footage that she was showing, there were a lot of people wearing masks. She was making a big deal that so many people weren't wearing masks, but there were a, a lot of people 
in that crowd wearing masks. So people were making their own decisions on whether they wanted to be in a crowd, whether they wanted to be socially distanced from people, and whether they wanted to wear a mask or not in their life. So they were making their own decisions. (laughs) It's almost like they were living in a free country. Weird how that works. But CNN did not like that. Uh, This lady, the reporter, whatever her stupid name was, she was not happy about that. And of course, I mean, you look, watch CBS and their virtue signaling the whole broadcast of the Super Bowl. Uh, every reporter was wearing a mask, no matter how far they, away they were from people on the field or in the stadium. I was really surprised and happy that Nance and Romo weren't wearing masks in the booth. I mean, it was a surprise to me. I was, you know, I'm happy about that because I'd like, you know, I want to hear the broadcast. I don't want them to wear a mask and be talking about the exciting Super Bowl game and Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes while they have their mask on and they're trying to tell me how wonderful it is out there because it's beautiful. But we have to wear a mask and we're up here in this booth, uh, you know, thousands of feet away from people and, uh, you know, we've been quarantined and so we're, we need to wear these masks. I was really surprised that they weren't wearing one but thankfully thankfully at least cbs let them do the show without masks everybody else though masks just a reminder for those of you uh listening to this podcast right now if you're listening and you're not a subscriber to the show become a subscriber to the show that's very simple. You can choose the platform that you're listening on right now. Let's say, you know, you're listening and you say, oh, this is, I need to be a subscriber. And look, I'm listening on Stitcher. Well, then you can subscribe to the show there on Stitcher. You could choose iTunes if you wanted to. Uh, you could choose iHeartRadio if you wanted to. You could choose Spotify. You could choose a plethora of platforms that are out there. Whatever one warms the little cockles of your heart. And then you can become a subscriber to Chewing the Fat okay okay because it's most important that you don't sneak around and just become a you know a freeloader listening to this show uh you need to be a freeloading subscriber okay nobody likes a freeloader everybody loves a freeloading subscriber nobody likes a freeloader so become a freeloading subscriber and subscribe to chewing the fat and as long as you're there busy subscribing you might as well go to the youtube channel chewing the fat with jeff fisher and uh, subscribe there and then you might as well i don't know follow me on social media twitter at jeffy jfr facebook instagram jeff fisher radio there's a jeff fisher radio on parlor i don't know if that will ever exist again they claimed it was coming back supposed to come back uh, today According to the powers that be, I mean, they already, they gave the head guy, the former CEO, the boot. He is the former CEO now. They gave him the boot, so they're supposed to be back now. And I'm sure they're going to be back now do following all the rules and regulations and social media policies that are so important. So you can be ready for that as well. And you can always email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. One of the things that helps keep this show free is uh memberships subscriberships to blaze tv and so right now is a great time to be a, a member 
and become a member of blaze tv go to blaze tv.com slash jeffy blaze tv.com slash j-e-f-f-y and get yourself 30 dollars off for a year's subscription to blaze tv that's a huge discount for a year's subscription now is uh now is the time to do that blaze tv.com slash jeffy and become a uh, subscriber a member of blaze tv that's one of the things that helps keep this show free of charge now we have sponsors and we have uh you know commercial advertisers that help along the way to keep this show free but most importantly um it's the blaze tv membership and so you need to do that now it may have seemed like a lot of things that i just mentioned but it it wasn't it was just really little so just you know do all that i asked for in the last couple minutes and then (laughs) and then your life will be that much better (laughs) okay okay then all right let's go to the break room then because we all need something cold to drink right all right no i That's me hitting the mic. Oh, as I'm bringing up my ice cold soda. Mm. Oh, so good. So, so good. Speaking of uh, getting something cold to drink, I see where my former home state, uh, you know, a state that I was uh, born in, uh, Michigan, is full of heavy drinkers. Duh. I could have told you that. I was raised. <laughs> uh we did not hide our drinking issues in the state of michigan from the time i was a little kid until the time i moved the hell out of there and it took a while for me to lose that michigan feeling of having to drink a lot of alcohol uh in my life and so apparently uh in michigan a new uh new survey was done uh the average michigander consumed nearly 956 alcoholic drinks in 2020 this is a study by drugabuse.com now that comes out to about 18 drinks per week which according to the centers for disease control and prevention exceeds heavy drinking if you have 18 drinks a week that's heavy drinking i can tell you right now that is uh, Michigan, and I'm sure there's a number of other states out there. We're going to have to look at the study from drugabuse.com on uh, which states are the worst. Michigan is probably one of the worst. Nearly 25% of Michiganders admitted to drinking more during the pandemic. Stay-home orders and bar closures, <coughs> really. Uh, they surveyed 3,000 drinkers and found that the average Michigander consumption of 18 standard-sized alcoholic beverages per week last year was above the national average of 17 drinks per week. <laughs> now, both 17 and 18 uh, exceed the heavy drinking from the CDC. 14 drinks a week for men and seven, seven per week for a woman is uh heavy drinking according to the cdc well i can tell you 18 drinks a week i mean that's that's not even a, a full case i mean hello i mean a case of beer in a week when i lived in michigan big deal man 
Michiganders were the 10th heaviest drinkers across the country. Alaskans consumed the most alcohol with an average of 27 standard drinks a week. There you go. Now we're getting in, now we're breaking into the new case. We're drinking a case of, <laughs> of 24 and then we're breaking into the new case. A uh, total of 1,404 over the year on average. Comparatively, residents in Hawaii and New Hampshire drank the least with just 10 drinks per week. Okay, so uh, the coming in at number one, the number one state, Alaska, as we said. Number two, Rhode Island, 1,261 drinks a week. Wow. New Jersey, 1,130 drinks. Oklahoma, 1,106 drinks wow arkansas 1076 illinois all these are all over a thousand except for michigan which was number 10 at 956 so vermont montana wisconsin illinois arkansas all just over a thousand not quite 1100 and then oklahoma new jersey was 1100 over 1100 rhode island was 1200 and alaska was 1400 there's some drinking going on there's some drinking going on. Isn't that what makes America great? Is the opportunity to have the freedom to decide whether you want to drink at least 18 drinks a week or not. Now, make sure you wear the mask, though. Make sure you wear the mask. <laughs> so a British developer, Patrick Dieter, uh, D-I-T-E-R, uh, has a beautiful place, self-named Chateau Detour, uh, in the French Chateau uh, near Monaco. It has two helipads, a saltwater swimming pool, a medieval cloister, a bell tower, a greenhouse, 17 acres of gardens, vineyards, olive groves, and lily ponds. The 18-bedroom house is filled with chandeliers. 15th century fireplaces and fresco paintings there's also a reception room a library a screening room lounges dining rooms a steam room a staff kitchen and a cellar with a wine tasting room over the last 15 years the house has been a tv set a wedding venue a vacation spot with rates ranging from 300 to more than one thousand dollars a night eight of the 18-bedroom suites have a private garden or terrace, and one has a painted fresco ceiling. Now, he's been ordered to tear it down. <laughs> it was only about $70 million, so don't worry about it, okay? Uh, apparently, he didn't have the right permits. Huh. So the highest French appellate court made its decision in December. It has to go. He has 18 months to take. This is the whole thing. Is this worth 18? It has only 18 months to make the 32,000 square foot home completely disappear. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I don't know that I could do that. So apparently he said he had a permit. He got a verbal one from the mayor's office, but he began work on the property before receiving an official paper permit. And the permit supposedly didn't cover all the major work he did. It only covered a small extension of the original 2000 square foot farmhouse on the property. 
also uh, problematic is that he paved a 2,000-foot driveway through environmentally protected lands. Ah, don't worry about it. Just put the driveway right there. Now, according to the studies, uh, the driveway funnels rainwater to the outskirts of the town, causing flooding. (laughs) Now, that's not all. Apparently, there's loud parties, and the neighbors are pissed. They don't like it. And they say, look, our own chateaus have been made unbearable, and he's got to go. We want him to go. Now, according to this, he's not going to tear it down yet. It's still there. He's going to take the decision to the European Court of Human Rights. <laughs> now, according to people, you know, in the, uh, you know, in their chateaus, his human rights that's ridiculous nobody has violated his human rights his rights have to be taken into account every step of the way during this legal journey house is still standing okay uh if if it's still standing by june of next year he gets charged 600 bucks a day because it's still up so maybe you just pay the 600 dollars a day and hope that you can rent it out for more than $600 a day for TV shows and whatever whatever other parties can go there. And it just stays up. I mean, it's going to be fascinating to see if this house ever gets torn down because it's already there. Now, it'd be, you know, maybe in the end you blow it up and just say, there you go, the house is down, and just blow the whole thing up, including the driveway. But... <laughs> Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see how long it takes to tear down this house. Guarantee you this thing is still there in 10 years. Guarantee. I mean, there's no way this house isn't standing in five years. Let I mean, if he takes it to the, uh, to a bigger court and I mean, that trial, that case is going to go on and on for at least two or three years, right? So you're good then for another couple of years before you're supposed to take it down. And then you just pay the fines and you never take it down. I cannot wait to see the battle of what's going on in the, in the little Chateau Detour in the province of France. So last week we talked about how Apple is uh, in the works with Hyundai and Kia to manufacture their, you know, Apple car. And uh, then we find out uh, Hyundai and Kia said, um, we're not in talks with Apple to manufacture a car. Ooh, they probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, Stock prices went way down. So maybe today, (laughs) later on today, we'll find out that uh, Hyundai and Kia, oh, you know what? We are in talks with Apple. Those were those guys over there. We didn't know about it. We didn't know what we were talking about. So sorry, but we are in talks. So, hey, don't worry about it. We've got that to look forward to. Okay. Okay. Another thing to look forward to. We've got uh, the Chinese New Year coming on Friday. We've got uh, the UAE's Hope spacecraft arriving on mars tuesday which you know is just around the corner 
Oh, my gosh. Sunday is Valentine's Day. Holy cow. Ooh, that's a tough one to take. And AstraZeneca's vaccine was shown to offer only minimal protection against the South Africa coronavirus variant. Oh, apparently the country just stopped using it yesterday, so don't worry about it. Now, here in the U.S., Kroger is paying $100 for workers who get vaccinated. That's nice of them. That's really nice of them, don't you think? I mean, that's not as nice as Moscow offering free ice cream for for you to get vaccinated. I mean, Kroger's at least giving you 100 bucks. <laughs> so at the vaccination center in Russia, they're giving out free ice cream. Yeah, I know, if you're in Moscow. So come on, get vaccinated, and then here's an ice cream cone. Get out of here. They're doing like 300 people a day in moscow apparently they want to do more so they're uh saying hey come on in and we will uh we'll get you vaccinated and sure we're using uh our own our own vaccine uh known as sputnik now they aim to have uh, 60 percent vaccinated in six months we'll see how that works out know what i'm saying i see it in new york uh they are offering people yankees memorabilia some kind of little yankee stuff to get vaccinated at yankee stadium i mean okay if that's what you want go ahead and do that i see where this the newest administration you know the joe biden administration uh is planning to launch a one billion dollar and it's only a billion dollars, so I don't know how much, you know, <laughs> how much they're going to be able to get a $1 billion COVID-19 vaccine awareness campaign. It's not enough. They have everybody in the world taking Instagram reels and Facebook lives and TikTok videos of themselves getting vaccinated and wearing masks. That's not enough. We're going to launch a billion-dollar COVID-19 vaccine awareness campaign? Okay. I wonder if this program or this podcast network or this television network will get any of the advertising dollars for the COVID-19 vaccine awareness campaign. I wonder... I wonder. And another story from Michigan. And another story from Michigan. Yes, and I'm sure that the drinking was going on at this story as well. A 26-year-old Michigan man was killed over the weekend. Horrible story. By an explosion at a baby shower. So apparently he had a small cannon that he had fired off a couple of times and he had used it he bought it as a novelty item he bought it at an auction and uh this time they i guess put too much gunpowder in it and they wanted to you know create the big flash and loud noise and smoke that uh you know the cannon does but when they fired it off saturday it blew up 
and sent shrapnel flying into three parked vehicles and a garage where guests were congregated, striking the victim. And, you know, he lost his life, which really, 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 uh, you can quote me on this, man, does that suck. Uh, He most certainly did not do that. It was a gender reveal party, and he wanted to, uh, you know, be a part of the big party and fire off the cannon. But I'm guessing, this is just a, you know, just a guess on my part. This could not be true, although I believe that it is. Uh, We talked about how people in Michigan were heavy drinkers earlier in this broadcast. And it's very possible that these people at this party were partaking in, you know, alcohol. And so it may have played a role in putting too much gunpowder in this cannon and then firing off the cannon. Now, it's horrible that the guy lost his life. Horrible. But, I mean... Can we not maybe fire off cannons? <laughs> I mean, I want him to fire off the cannons in Tampa when the you know when the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Hello, the NFL wouldn't let him fire the cannons. Although I will say it sounded like they were firing them off at the end of the game last night, which was what I had requested. I wanted them to fire those bad boy cannons off when they if and when if and when they won, which they did. So it would still be. You know, after the game, but I'm sure the NFL said it's still our event. The entire the entire thing is our event, and we don't want those cannons going off to make it seem like a home game. Well, um, it was a home game, so maybe we just kind of go with that. But no, 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 we can't do that. I I digress though from cannon firing don't forget about the lady that died another lady lost her life another person lost their life in iowa at a gender reveal party when they made this homemade explosive device that was supposed to spray powder but instead blew up (laughs) i mean okay if we're gonna have the gender reveal parties which is questionable in my humble opinion as it is but i've been a part of a gender reveal party and this is how dangerous the one i was at was was we let out balloons i know i know it was horrific we opened a box and the balloons were pink so we knew that it was a girl don't look at me I know pink should not be the designated color. How dare us? But pink represented a female and blue was going to represent a male. And it was pink balloons that were inside the box. So that's how dangerous it was. And I will say this, uh, just like Iowa and Michigan, um, some of the balloons exploded and shrapnel was fired everywhere uh some of us many of us in the crowd uh had balloon shrapnel on us <laughs> we weren't we weren't scared for our lives but apparently we should have been so i'm really bummed that i did not get this amber alert 
So I find out that last week, um, you know, the I guess it was dated January 31st, uh, 2021, uh, Texas alert system accidentally sent out an amber alert that was supposed to be just a test they were testing their system and they even apologized they said hey it was actually a test we were running on the server and it accidentally went out we appreciate you reaching out to us to verify this we do apologize for this inconvenience to you oh that's so special but I wish this would have I would have gotten this. I get the Amber Alerts. I'm really bummed. So the Amber Alert had Chucky and his child. <laughs> Man, I would have loved to have seen that. That is hilarious. So I guess the test, I mean, it's a good thing that they are testing the system, right? But uh maybe someone should have double checked that it wasn't actually being sent out just because but it's nice of them to have some sort of sense of humor and at least the test isn't of i mean if you saw that right and you realize that's not a real amber alert so you're just like what's going on why are they sending me a chucky amber alert because if it was another face of a kid, then they'd have to say, we apologize. This isn't a real child. This is, uh, you know, Millie's child, Betty. It's not an Amber Alert. And police were police were sent out and everything is fine. Now it's just, hey, you know, it was Chucky. Sorry. I mean, I love, I have, we have so many Chucky dolls in my house. My gosh. My daughter has been in love with Chucky since, well, since she was a little baby. Now, when John Gruden, came to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Another Buccaneer story. Around Super Bowl time. He was nicknamed Chucky. And we got these Chucky dolls to give away at the radio station. And we gave away a bunch. And and they created these John Gruden Chucky dolls. And I had some in my garage when my daughter was real little. And we opened up the box and there's the Chucky dolls. And she fell in love with this doll and she didn't know she does now obviously she's 13 years old she does now you know understands what chucky is but at that time it didn't matter you know to the adults everybody was like "Ooh, chucky man Uh, no that's a horror thing what are you doing it's like she doesn't know she just likes the doll (laughs) so i mean we have i got chucky dolls coming out of chucky dolls plus we got the the whatever the girl chucky doll is we've got her and the whole kit and caboodle of chucky world at my house all because i opened that damn john gruden chucky doll box in the garage with my daughter out there when she was real little and she just fell in love with that stupid amber alert or she's fell in love with that damn chucky which makes me really disappointed that i wanted to get the Amber Alert that had Chucky on it. So I'm really bummed. So if Texas Alert System could send that out again to me, that would be great. Thank you. All right. So I got an email. I got, well, I got an email sent to Chewing the Fat, and I got an email sent to another email address from the same person this weekend. So I received two of them. There was the same email, though. Uh, so it must be serious. From an Albert Rutan, R-U-I-T-E-N, the email address was ss0623 at potato3.com. 
hokey.net and so you know it's it's got to be got to be real uh the subject line was compliment of the day so it must be serious and uh the email reads and i'll read it word for word i'm getting and i'm really excited about it um i am staff of bank here in the netherlands attached in private banking services i will be very glad if you do assist me to relocate this sum of ten million nine hundred and ninety five thousand seven hundred and twenty dollars to your account for the benefit of our both families i am prepared to place you in a position of the beneficiary and release the deposit to you as the closest surviving partner upon receipt of the deposit i will share the money with you in ratio this means i will simply nominate you as the beneficiary and have them release the deposit to you we share the proceeds 40 50 then 10 percent will be set aside in case of any expenses come in this is a genuine business only i cannot operate it alone without using a foreigner who will stand as a beneficiary to the money which is why i decided to contact you in a good manner to assist me and also to share the benefit together with me by indicating your interest ia will send you the full details on how the business will be executed please keep this proposal as a top secret and delete it if you are not interested my only contacts email is and it's a different email than what it was sent from regards heinrich albert rutan um so the proceeds are going to be shared 40 50 so i mean it's five and a half million minus 10 percent so you're looking at you know just under five million maybe four million dollars i mean that seems like a pretty good deal but just you know just to hook up and reply to the email so i'm waiting for a response from my email address to see what i have to do so that we can share the proceeds because this can't be fake it has to be real and I'll leave you with uh, a tweet that I received. It's a video from a TikTok account at Elite Motorworks. And this man is having a meeting with his employees at the autom- automotive shop. And he's telling them what words in the automotive industry are now banned. And I think it's important that we all we all know these words because we don't want to use them at all and so i'm just going to play the video for you and then you can you can you know remind yourself what words to use and not use in today's world okay (laughs) okay good this meeting will be really quick there's some terms in the automotive industry that we're just no longer allowed to use i'm going to run down the list so we're very clear on what we cannot say we cannot say male connectors female connectors dykes foreman manager Hose, sir clip, stud, still waiting to see if we can say bunghole. Helicoil, nuts, nipples, jugs, shaft, jack, chuck, rear end, undercarriage, skirt, and for now on, tranny fluid will be known as gender neutral shift juice. Thanks, guys. 
I just thought it was important that we all know words we can and cannot say anymore. 